is up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Rackliff, and it is Wednesday, July 29th. And training camp is underway officially. And, uh, wow, lots of news coming around the NFL. Uh, nothing major, you know, in terms of opt-outs. There's a few that I, I found interesting. Marquise Goodwin did opt out. Uh, so you have that. And, in fact, that does lead us into today's topic, which will be wide receiver tiers. Not that Marquise Goodwin was going to be on those tiers, but uh, we will break down those tiers for you today. Before I get into that, of course, i got to tell you about our sponsor. That is Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? I do. I certainly do. Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. It really is, and and that's what I like. I I like diversity in my fantasy games, in my betting, etc. Monkeyknifefight.com, there's no salary caps. You don't have to play against the Sharks, and that means anyone has a chance of winning, even you, even me, even anyone. MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, of course, basketball starting up tomorrow, hockey this weekend, of course, golf every weekend, UFC every weekend, seemingly, NASCAR, WNBA, esports. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else? MonkeyKnifeFight.com has a free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, R A N T, You'll have your first deposit match up to 50 bucks. It's pretty good. Free money. I like free money. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting into when you sign up to play Monkeys and Knives and Fights and Sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. Remember, use the promo code RANT and then you'll get hooked up there. Uh, So check that out, Monkey Knife Fight, a lot of fun. All right, so let's get into these tiers at wide receiver. And a lot like what I've I've done at quarterback and running back, I think this is worth noting. I know a couple people read my quarterback article, which is up at ftnfantasy.com. By the way, today at ftnfantasy.com, we are releasing my projections here. Of course, projections are going to change a lot over the course of training camp, but you have an initial set of numbers that you can download in a PDF file across the positions so you can see where where we stand in, in terms of heading into camp. That's going to be up at ftnfantasy.com. you got to be a subscriber, though. It's behind the paywall for that. But the tiers articles are free. And by the way, running backs will be going up later today. Uh, so that was from yesterday's podcast. Get a little teaser of that. But if you want the full article, ftnfantasy.com. Now, here's the thing. As I said, I did have somebody reading the quarterback article almost as if they were ranking, so the order that I put them was kind of the order I prefer them, and that's not really the case, especially when I subdivide these tiers. So if I have a tier A and B or even C, I'm saying that these guys are all in the same range. They they will be in the same range in my rankings, but there are there are guys in that range who I prefer more than others. And I could have just lumped them all into the same tier, same big tier, but I think that's that does you a little bit of a disservice because there are different types of players in those tiers. And you know what I'm talking about. You've probably seen this before with guys going in the same range, higher floor guys, higher ceiling guys, you know, that sort of thing. So I, I don't want you to read these as rankings, right? They're not rankings. They're tiers. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit more fluid. And I think it allows you to put together a better roster. So 
Like I did yesterday with Christian McCaffrey at the top, Michael Thomas is at the top. It's it's him and, er- and then everybody else this year. Coming off the record season, coming off the historic uh, start to his career, his floor is high, his ceiling is, is not as, as high as somebody like Tyreek Hill, who I'll get to in a minute, but is still pretty darn high. So he is in the tier by himself. He's the only receiver I would consider inside the top six picks. And, um, you know, that's saying something in this era where the pendulum has certainly swung back to running backs. But I think you could consider him as early as three. I don't think I would go two. I think I'm going Saquon at two. PPR, maybe. I wouldn't talk you out of it, but I'll still probably go Saquon at two and a PPR. Uh, As early as three, though, for Thomas. Non-PPR, I wouldn't go that early. I probably would bump him all the way back to six. But he's still a top six pick regardless. He's still phenomenal. You get him, you have such an advantage with his floor uh, week in and week out. Tier two for me, I'm calling it not Thomas, but still elite. And it's three receivers. It's Adams, it's Jones, it's Hill. And I did make a conscious decision of excluding DeAndre Hopkins, and I'll get to that in a minute. But Adams, the ceiling is enormous. We've seen double-digit touchdown seasons out of him multiple times. We saw phenomenal production out of him after the injury last year, and he has no competition for targets. Julio is Julio's really, I mean, Michael Thomas is amazing, but Julio is the best receiver in the NFL. I'm sorry if you don't like Julio Jones, but watch him play. Don't don't watch him play from the mindset of a fantasy owner. Watch him play football. The dude is so good. He's so complete across the board, checks every single box. Now he plays with Calvin Ridley, which kind of takes a little bit of the targets off off the plate, but you know, it's not a Devontae Adams situation where there's no competition, but he's still going to see plenty, and it's obviously a higher-powered offense, so he's right up there. And then Tyreek, I've talked about him numerous times, highest ceiling of any player on this list. Highest ceiling. I always say Tyreek Hill could go out and have 330 yards and five touchdowns and people are like, yeah, yeah, we knew it was going to eventually happen. <laughs> not, not a big surprise. I'd be, I'd be a little surprised if Michael Thomas did that, to be honest with you, especially with the touchdowns. I mean, Michael Thomas is a, he's a seven, eight, nine touchdown guy. He's not a double digit touchdown guy. Tyreek Hill wouldn't surprise anybody if he had 19 touchdowns, right? That's just, it's his ceiling is enormous. It's enormous, but his floor is really low but he's still an elite guy. Now, I did subdivide tier three. I have an A and a B. Uh, I'll give you the A, give you the B, and I really don't, for me, it's not like I prefer them in one order or the other. I just wanted to subgroup them. So tier A is wide receiver ones with a high floor. This is DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Adam Thielen, DJ Moore. Now, Hopkins, higher floor, I'm not sure of the ceiling in Arizona. We shall see, but I am still confident the volume floor there keeps him in the wide receiver one range, and he's Right on the edge of that tier that I just talked about, tier two. Godwin, huge floor, lots of volume, quarterback who likes a slot receiver. I mean, stars are aligning for Godwin. Coming off a breakout year, stars are aligning. Adam Thielen, no competition for targets, really. And yes, it's a conservative offense, but Adam Thielen could go out and wouldn't surprise me at all if he topped triple-digit catches. I still, you know, you see 80, 90 catches out of him. You get him up over 1,000 yards. You get six, seven, eight touchdowns. That's a wide receiver one. DJ Moore maybe has a little bit of a ceiling here too, but I think the floor is nice and healthy in this offense. It's going to pepper him the ball in the short and intermediate, let him do stuff after the catch. 
so good after the first month of the season last year and really set up to succeed in this offense. Now they and they could be playing there should be some favorable game scripts where they play from behind. In my uh, latest win projections, Carolina has the second fewest wins, only Washington with fewer in my wins projections. We'll go over those on the podcast coming up soon. Tier 3B is wide receiver ones with a high ceiling. So high floor for 3A, high ceiling for 3B. Kenny Galladay, Mark, Mike Evans, uh, Allen Robinson, Odell Beckham, Amari Cooper. And, and I slid Amari Cooper in there because I he does have a high ceiling. I, I, I very purposely put him at the back of this group, though, uh, because there, there are some guys in the next tier who I would rank really similarly to him. But of any of those guys, I think he's the one who has the potential to be in a, a wide receiver one because he's done it before. I'm worried about Amari Cooper because of CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup there in terms of competition for targets, but it's good offense, you know, very good offense. And he he's, you know, of these guys, you know, slides into the back end. Uh, but at the top, Kenny Galladay, rock star coming off a great year. He'll get a full season of Stafford. You know, that's that's appealing. Mike Evans, not quite Godwin for, for me from a floor standpoint, but it wouldn't shock me if he outscored Godwin, if he, especially if he got on the right side of some touchdowns uh, this season. Mike Evans, a lot of upside. Allen Robinson may play with the best quarterback of his career this year with Nick Foles. And then Odell Beckham Jr., fully expect a bounce back out of him. He is one of the guys who I'm trying to get as much of as I can because he's so cheap right now. Uh, and it's in it, you know, again, that's that's sort of the name of the game. I'm not somebody who's like, I have to have Odell Beckham Jr. Because you know what? If he starts going in like the second round, no, I do not have to have Odell Beckham Jr. I, I'm running away from that. I'm just trying to get guys at good values. It's like like when a stock is underpriced, man, you buy a lot of it because you believe that you're going to get a return on your investment. You have to view fantasy the same way. Odell Beckham Jr. is underpriced right now. I'm going to try and get as many shares of him as I can. Tier 4, I do divide up as well because it's the wide receivers, and I do a very similar thing of uh, high floor, high ceiling, but 4A, I'm actually calling risk-reward wide receiver twos because there's a little bit of risk with these guys, but it wouldn't surprise me, really almost any of them finish as top 12 guys. Uh, so it's Juju, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Lockett, Cortland Sutton, Terry McLaurin, D.J. Chark, Devontae Parker, D.K. Metcalf. So a big tier here, but these guys all have nice high ceilings. You know, some guys with potential for bounce back. Juju, obviously, is the, the big name there. Uh, you've seen the high ceiling out of the Seattle guys. So like those guys, A.J. Brown coming off a breakout year. Calvin Ridley, a lot of people think, is going to take a step forward. Sutton and McLaurin, really good last year. You know, the questionable offenses, but really good. Same thing with Chark, really, and Parker, for that matter. All coming off solid years, but somewhat questionable offenses. So there's a little bit of a risk-reward with those guys. Now, the Tier 4B is wide receiver twos with a high floor. Cooper Cup, Bob Woods, both the L.A. guys. I think you get a high-volume floor because there's nobody else really in the, among the wide receivers to throw the ball to. Keenan Allen. And I threw T.Y. Hilton in here, and I'm a little torn with T.Y. Hilton, but I didn't feel like he belonged in five in the in the fifth tier. I do have him as a back end wide receiver too. I think the floor is reasonable. I don't know what the ceiling is with T.Y. Hilton at this point in his career in that offense, but floor is reasonable. And Keenan Allen just so disrespected. The dude's numbers have been off the charts. I don't care if it's Terod Taylor or Justin Herbert under center. I still like him as a nice value. So. 
I like Cup really and Allen probably the most at their current ADPs out of this group. But if you want some high floor there at your wide receiver two, those are the guys you go with. But it's all about that upside. So tier five, I divide up into two tiers as well. 5A is upside city. Stephon Diggs, Michael Gallup, Tyler Boyd, maybe a little bit of a higher floor, but I'll tell you why I put him here in a minute. Marvin Jones, Marquise Brown, Will Fuller, Brandon Cook, so both the Texans guys, Deontay Johnson, Sterling Shepard, who's a value, and I think he has the highest ceiling uh, because of the volume I expect for him, and I'll talk about you know Slayton in a minute, but he didn't reach this tier for me. And then John Brown, John Brown's the bottom of this. Like you get him at a decent enough value. I put both the Buffalo guys there because I, st- I think I do think that they're both going to be heavily involved. But heavily involved in Buffalo isn't heavily involved in like, uh, you know, Los Angeles, for example. More targets to go around for the Rams than there will be for the Bills receivers. But you still get some upside, big playability out of those guys. Gallup showed it last year. Uh, Marvin Jones shows it year in and year out, but can he stay healthy? We saw Marquise Brown in the upside. We know Fuller and Cooks have it. Deontay Johnson think take, takes a step forward this year. So why I put Tyler Boyd here, though, in the upside is I didn't want to put him in Tier 5B, which is no upside city. Jarvis Landry, Julian Edelman, A.J. Green. So I wanted to put one in one and one in the other. Emmanuel Sanders, Jamison Crowder, Golden Tate. A lot of PPR guys here. Jarvis Landry... May I, I know some people might take umbrage with this, but I, I just don't see a, a high ceiling out of him with his lower A dot. Same thing with Julian Edelman. Manny Sanders, I know a lot of people like him, but I, I just don't see it there. Uh, there's not going to be enough volume for him to be consistent. I just don't see the upside out of him. Jameson Crowder, same thing. He'll be targeted. He could lead those wideouts and targets, but the A dot's so low. A dot's so low for Golden Tate. Consistent. I think Golden Tate's a nice value if you want a consistent guy outside of the top 40 at wideout, but there's just not a ton of upside with him. Tier 6, I'm calling Opportunity Knocks. And this is a big tier, and you'll get what I'm what I'm trying to, to lay down here. Christian Kirk, Henry Ruggs, CeeDee Lamb, Anthony Miller, Darius Slayton, Mike Williams, McCole Hardman, Brashad Perryman, Jerry Judy, Jalen Rager, Nikhil Harry, and then Debo Samuel with an asterisk because we don't know when he's going to be back. But Basically, these are guys who are in a good situation who can certainly take a step forward, or if you're talking about the rookies, hit the ground running. Kirk playing opposite of uh, Hopkins. Henry Ruggs with a good skill set for Derek Carr and little competition for targets. CeeDee Lamb, competition for targets, but man, does he have an upside. Anthony Miller coming off a strong end to the season last year with his high ceiling. Darius Slayton, same thing, high ceiling. Mike Williams, high ceiling. I mean, it's a little bit risky in that offense, but high ceiling. McCall Hardman. Big play waiting to happen. Brashad Perryman, can he continue where he picked off or where he left off last year? And he's a good spot to be the the top uh, big play receiver in that offense. Jerry Judy, we know about him and Rager as well. Nikhil Harry's really interesting because he has a skill set that matches Cam Newton's game. And then Debo could be the guy if he's healthy. That's the big question with Debo Samuel. Uh, moving on to Tier 7, broke it into two... Two tiers here, 7A, 7B. Uh, 7A is late round targets. 7B is going to be late round avoid. So let's do 7A first. Targets, guys who I'm targeting once we get into double digit rounds. If other guys who have been higher, like the Opportunity Knox guys, are all off the board. Preston Williams, Justin Jefferson, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, Paris Campbell, Brandon Ayuk, Sammy Watkins, Michael Pittman, Alan Lazard, Steven Sims. These guys are all... 
guys who have reasonably high ceilings or could have good roles in their respective offenses. I know Sammy Watkins isn't a guy who a lot of people like, but you know he's good. He's he's in a great offense and he's got a decent ceiling, so I'm not gonna hesitate. Now, if I got Hardman, by the way, I'm not gonna double dip and get Watkins. You know, same thing with um, Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman. I'm not gonna have both of those guys. I'm not gonna have both Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel. Uh, frankly, if I had Adam Thielen, I'm not drafting Justin Jefferson. If I have Devontae Parker, I'm not drafting Preston Williams. You know, that that closes that door. I, uh, you know, if I if I have Terry McLaurin, I'm not drafting Steven Sims, you know, that sort of thing. Just think about your roster composition in season long. Now the late round avoids Deshaun Jackson, Larry Fitzgerald, Randall Cobb, Danny Amendola, Russell Gage, Tyrell Williams, Alshon Jeffrey, Mo Sanu, Adam Humphreys. These are guys who are going to be on the board in the late rounds. Some of them have some name brand recognition, but they're not guys who I want to target. There's just not enough ceiling out of any of those guys for me to target in the late rounds. And really, we want to swing for the fences with the late round. Swinging for the fences gives you the potential for the highest return on investment, and I don't think any of these guys are going to give that to you. Tier eight, last round darts. If you want to have, you know, your last pick as a wide receiver, I would be looking at any of these guys potentially to throw a dart at. James Washington, Denzel Mims, D.D. Westbrook, Hunter Renfro, Chris Conley, Miles Boykin, Josh Reynolds. Some of these guys don't have as high a ceiling. I don't think you have as high a ceiling out of D.D., Renfro, or Reynolds, but I, I don't mind them because you're getting them for free. James Washington, Mims, you know, you have some downfield upside there. Same thing with Conley and Boykin. So that's really what I'm shooting for there. Finally, uh, my last tier here, which is tier nine, is the watch list. I don't think these guys are draftable outside of very deep leagues, but I'm going to be keeping an eye on all of these players. T. Higgins, LaVisca Chenault, John Ross, Albert Wilson, Antonio Gandy-Golden, K.J. Hamler, Devin Funches, Traquan Smith, Brian Edwards, Chase Claypool, Jalen Hurd, Andy Isabella, Jacoby Myers. So you'll notice they're basically all young players. Who's the oldest player? Here? Oh, the only old player here on this list is Devin Funches, and I'm just curious about his role as of right now. But they're young guys with high ceilings. You have Higgins and Ross, who we don't know which one is going to be the three. I think it's going to be Higgins, though. You have Chenault, who's a really interesting player, could have a role immediately there. Some upside speed guys, Wilson, Hamler. Uh, you have you know bigger body Potential speed guys as well, and Edwards, uh, Claypool especially, maybe not Edwards as much. Jalen Hurd, we don't know what's going to be with him. Jacoby Myers has an interesting skill set in that offense. If he gets a role, uh, could be intriguing. And then Andy Isabella as well, man, love that guy. Love Andy Isabella's speed, so I'm going to keep an eye on all of them. This article will also be going up at ftnfantasy.com. That'll be tomorrow for the wide receivers, but tomorrow on the podcast we'll talk tight end tiers, tight end. Tight end is brutal. But I, I, I like the tiers this year, believe it or not. I really do. You can stop by FTNFantasy.com. Check out everything we have going on there. FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com. That's the FTN Network. If you want to get in on NBA or NHL, uh, next 48 hours here, you can use the promo code NBA or promo code NHL to get uh, uh, a little discount on those subscriptions there. 25% off, not bad, not too shabby. In the meantime as well, I appreciate everybody reviewing the show on iTunes. That's been phenomenal. If you haven't already, please review the show, rate the show. That helps the show out a ton. The easiest way to do it, open up the iTunes app, find my podcast, The Rant, scroll down to the bottom, click the stars, and you're good to go. You can also review it as well. 
on Twitter at Jeff Ratcliffe, on Instagram at Jeff Ratcliffe. Use the hashtag Rat Pack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. You guys get priority. I see you, Rat Pack. All right, I'll catch you on the flip side for another edition of The Pod. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here. <laughs>